I wanted to title this episode of my podcast as Where Did I Go Wrong? But I'm writing an intro to a podcast, not my autobiography. Hey, welcome back to the Writing Dad podcast. I'm your host and daddy. Okay, that's gross. Alex Jenkins, thank you for stopping by. I know it's been, well, it's almost been two months now, pretty sure. I hope you find something worth staying around for, kind of like my wife sticking around for my millions of dollars that I have hidden away somewhere in this office. You'll never guess where. Hey, look, I know it's been a hot minute since we last met, and in that time, I've purchased two different keyboards for my computer, painted my room, mowed my lawn a few times, and started watching the extended version of Lord of the Rings, which everybody should do once every year, possibly twice. I don't know what I can say about why I stopped doing this. I don't want to say too much, because I know certain people might listen to this, but I mean, work has ultimately defeated me. Um, I leave just kind of feeling not creative, not wanting to explore different avenues of stuff that I enjoy. And it's, you know, maybe we can chalk this up to COVID or uh, political burnout. You know, there's a lot of different options we can go with this, but I'm back. You're here with me. We're just going to vibe for a little bit. It's It's been a wild year, right? None of us could have seen this coming. I think most of us kind of consider that job interview thing where they ask, hey, where do you want to be in five years? And I had a different journey in mind, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you did as well. And look, I don't want to speak lightly of all who have suffered and struggled throughout this ordeal. I don't. I know there's been a lot of heartache and suffering. I do want to speak of positive outcomes for me personally. Because of this pandemic, I've been able to be with my kids more, see them laugh, fight, run, grow. Those were the moments I would have missed otherwise. You know, I my job is, I've been pretty blessed these last five years. I've been able to travel. I go to events go interview professional athletes, go to different countries. I've grown in my career in ways that it's just been remarkable. But that was all put on hold, as we all know. But the family wasn't. I took advantage of every moment I could, reading books, building forts, and being home for lunch nearly every day. You know, it's been nothing short of magical, and I hope you were able to build your own forts. And at the end of the night, your worries didn't weigh you down. You know, all of you listening, I want the best for you. Most of you are close friends, and as Tolkien said, you deserve magic. We all do. A bit sentimental there, but this year has been nothing short of an emotional roller coaster. But enough of that. Let's get to the story of the podcast, because this is why you guys are here, right? Not to hear me go on about COVID and 2020. Little bit of a recap. Last we left, we were able to learn a little more of our assassin friend in his past. He's writing these thoughts to his daughter in hopes that she will forgive him because he feels like he can't hide it from her anymore. In the next chapter, we shift to another character and look into their current life. Are they fulfilling and living the dream? Maybe. It's not quite my dream. Although, it really depends on the person, I guess. And that sentence will make sense after the story. He watched closely as the man watered his flowers along the window above his kitchen sink. 9 a.m., the same time every day, at least for the past three weeks, Steve was always on time when it came to watering his flowers. They weren't pretty though, in fact, they looked a little overwatered. But if Steve was one thing, it was prompt. He was always on time for work, for golf, for everything he did. 
The guy never missed an appointment, except when he was supposed to arrive home from work and be with his family. He felt that that time was better spent with somebody else. That someone else, be it a mistress, secretary, whatever you wanted to call her, Steve spent more time with her than his own wife. You couldn't call her a whore because she wasn't getting paid. She actually loved the man. Though how does love work when you know you're causing someone to commit adultery? The man didn't love her in return, though. It was merely a means to an end. What end was Steve looking for? Power, control, probably no real end besides satisfying his own carnal urges. The man across the street, the one watching through the window, wondered why people gave in to their carnal urges so easily. Surely humans weren't as weak as they seemed in the books and the movies, but experience had assured him they all were. Could someone not suppress their appetites to cheat on those they married, quote, till death do they part? Then again, this wasn't the worst thing he'd seen someone do. Compared to the horrors he'd witnessed in his life, this was elementary recess. Steve walked slowly away from the window to kiss his wife, who had just woken up. She was beautiful. Too beautiful for any one man, especially this man. She loved her husband, her life, her family. She threw her passion into the life she had made for herself, not knowing it was all a lie. It was true. Steve didn't deserve her. Her exotic black hair and olive complexion. He didn't deserve the most adorable little girl any couple ever created. A child whose laugh and smile were contagious and magical. The family portrayed the image of what the perfect family should be. What we had all painted in our minds over the years. Who was this man to betray the trust of someone like this family? His wife didn't come from royalty. Everything she'd had, she'd worked for. She had loving parents who would have done anything for her. Yet they couldn't. For her dad worked in a steel mill, and her mom was an elementary teacher. She climbed her way up the corporate ladder, made friends with powerful executives, and yet from humble beginnings. The man couldn't stand watching Steve kiss his wife. He was pathetic. Everything Steve had was given to him from a trust fund by his grandfather. He played the righteous, fun-loving grandchild till his granddad died and turned into the ungrateful whelp he was today. Yes, he was smart with his money, and he knew where and what to invest in, but his moral compass pointed straight down to hell, and he didn't care whose life he ruined. This life will end soon, Steve, the man whispered to himself. He let himself flow through the emotions as Steve gathered his things for work. Anticipation for the moment of impact that would soon come. Doubt of his aim, his strength, his purpose. Lust for the thrill of causing death. Fear of the mistake, the miscalculation, the hesitation joy for the purity of his calling, and finally regret for the two women whose lives were about to change. That done, he packed the emotions away for another time. Steve's family had remarkable life insurance, as you might expect from someone as smart with money as he was. Financially, the wife and daughter would be taken care of. Emotionally, well, one couldn't think about that in this line of work. Steve was headed out the door tossing an I love you carelessly over his shoulder as he went, already engrossed in his phone for who knows what reason. The man with the gun could only imagine who it was. His car was parked on the street, a bright red phallic symbol with an engine that growled like a caged tiger. He slipped into the leather driver's seat, adjusted his sunglasses and started the car. There was a click and a moment of pure silence. The assassin coveted this moment soaked in the serene calm before the storm, closed his eyes, and felt peace wash over him.
followed quickly by a small shattering of glass and a soft thud as Steve's head launched backward against his seat and ruining his upholstery. The sound was enough to confirm success, but the assassin took a quick glance anyway as the tips of the fireball dissipated into foul, dark, churning smoke. There was another split second of silence, and then, in this quiet suburb, all hell broke loose. There you have it, everybody. That is this week's installment of the Assassin series I've been working on. I only have a few more chapters that I've written. After that, nothing's been outlined or there's nothing available, but if you like this, I can keep going. Otherwise, we can dive into the zombie series or another type of psychodrama that I put together a few years ago. Let me know. Seriously, reach out to me. Let me know what you think of the show so far, how I can improve the production. And if you want to join me, I'll gladly have you on the show. Just let me know through Instagram. You know, you can text me. You can send me carrier pigeon postcards, whichever. I'm not... I'm not privy to anything special. Let's just put it that way. Anyway, thanks for listening this week. It's been a few months. I'll still be inconsistent. I'm really consistently inconsistent. The Yes, I, I formulated that sentence correctly, right? Uh, but don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, even iHeartRadio. Thanks again. You have been listening to the Writing Dad Podcast. Yeah.